Wow, I feel like I just took a little vacation there to uh, Fire Festival. All right, man. Ooh, is anyone else hungry? Did you lose all your money? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm broke and starving at the same time. Amazing. Well, that's how you know you really win. Okay. <laughs> you lost all your money, ended up shitting in your luggage, and you had nothing to eat. Man, did he ever recover from the fire festival uh, nonsense, or was that? Oh, he just blamed it on the other guy. Oh, classic. Good, good stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think he's back on tour now, Mister Ja Rule, Mister Rule, if you will. Yeah, I don't know. Got one of the worst voices in the business, but you put him with a fucking beautiful sounding woman, and that is a it is an instant hit. Well, he did it with a bunch of chicks too. I feel like he was. Across the oh, board yeah. there for a few years, like he was, uh, he was that dude voice you brought in for a little bit in every chick song. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that Ever Essence chick or whatever was yeah. that. What it was? I have no idea. <clears throat> I just yeah. think he had a good agent. You know, <laughs> like great agent. Honestly, dude. good call. Yeah, getting the jaw rule in every song, and then you know, way more famous than he should have been. I totally agree with you. It's actually Greg shocking. Greg the agent, yeah. <laughs> How did he get Must so Must have been famous? a Jew. See, <laughs> see Kanye. Are you hanging with Kanye? <laughs> Our grandpa, most anti-Semitic you ever met. But even he said, you need a, a Jew for, you know, for, what do you say, for a lawyer? <laughs> I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> when, when, he, when he was facing the federal government. He hired a Jewish lawyer. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's a good move, definitely. Uh, they succeed. They know how to succeed. You got to be careful when you're taking on the government, too, Mike, honestly. <laughs> oh, it's a Christian government. <laughs> Only thing that brings down the Christians are the Jews. Oh, all right. And the show's canceled. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we appreciate your support. It's like rock, paper, scissors, you know? <laughs> Muslims beat the Jews, Jews beat the Christians, Christians beat the Muslims. Wow, all right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that history uh, speaks for itself there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, or at least history repeats itself, I guess, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, it's repeating again in China, Mike. I don't know if you've been following the news out of our... CCP or whatever they call it, brethren over there, they're uh, experiencing another emperor situation. Are you? Oh yeah, he's emperor for life now. Did you catch what happened when he took over? Frank, that is scary. This should chill everyone. We're about yeah. four years from this, right? I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what I feel like. I mean, they've nah. have you seen the list of people? I mean, they're putting Steve Bannon in prison at this, you know. Or they want to. Uh, so I mean, it might be good for him. Well, uh, if anyone didn't follow the news out of China, Xi Jinping is now emperor or president again. Uh, first of all, he ended the restrictions on how many times you could be president. Uh, and then he now is president again. Coincidence. Great move. Uh, yeah, good move. Smart, smart. He took a page out of Putin's book. And he <laughs> immediately, when he takes power, dude fucking has the previous leader removed <laughs> physically. Well, he saw what uh, the Biden administration did with Trump, and right. they were like, yeah, we got to do that same thing. 
<laughs> Get him off all social media. All right. Mar-a-Lago 2 Electric Boogaloo, as they like to call it in China. <laughs> I believe that's called Eric Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> oh, man. If nobody yeah. is familiar with what is going on, here's a little fre- uh, refresher from our friends at MSNBC. Uh, giving us the lowdown on the new China takeover. Overnight in China, President Xi Jinping began a historic third term after ending the two-term limit for president several years ago. Xi consolidating his control of China after a week-long meeting of the Communist Party. There was a remarkable scene on Saturday when Xi's predecessor, Hu Jintao, was abruptly ushered out of the room, Ooh. appearing to resist before... <laughs> uh, God bless you. Sorry. Uh, man. <laughs> Hit the mute button when you sneeze there, guy. MSNBC. He was led away. <laughs> Who's this towel? Is that what that guy's name is? <laughs> Who's this towel? I don't know. Who's this guy to sit here? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you'll never hear this name again. <laughs> 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 You're right. I should have left. They're He's dead. They're going to erase this man from fucking history. I'm serious about that. It's it's so. Oh, scary. he's dead. His kids are dead. Did you he's see? Never, for anyone who didn't just, see the imagery, he he's hanging. He's grasping the desk, like pleading not to leave. <laughs> like not so to. Scary. It's so scary. He it's won't so leave. Scary. They they are literally forcing this old man to his. He knows. He knows he's going to be killed. He knows he he's knows. about to go. Yes. Yes. It's so, dude, it's so. It's chilling. Crazy. It reminds me um, when Saddam Hussein took over and he in live had all the people who opposed him physically removed yeah. and uh, it was televised and then they were taken out back and they were shot. Uh, very similar imagery in my opinion. Chilling. I, I, go check it out. Again, we're almost know. What there, do you do dude? in that situation? You gotta. He, he's he's literally he's holding on to the fucking desk, looking around. Ple- he's next. <laughs> he's next to Xi Jinping, literally pleading for his fucking life, man. It's unreal. Nah, man. It's you gotta un- take it like a, you gotta take it like a man. I yeah. I what do you do right just, there? You gotta just take it like a man and go. Because now that's the last image we have of you. True. Very true. Right. I would. You, well, I, I don't know. I've never been in this situation. In this situation, I'm probably going to cry like a little bitch and hold onto the table harder than he did. You know? I'll start sucking off G right there. But in my mind, I like to I like to say that I, you know, I would just fucking flick him off, fuck you, motherfucker, and walk off myself, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you I'm do I'm probably going to cry and hang onto the table. He was crying and hanging onto the table. Like, that's what he was doing. I, I got chilling. family. Yes, it's chilling imagery. <laughs> and look, Hu Jintao, I don't think he's a good man by any means. He ran China for a few years. If you're running China, you, you're you not a good person. Uh, who's your Tao? I mean, how many how many hookers have you killed? Who's your you know? <laughs> Yeah, very true. Uh, yes. Let's uh, finish off this clip on the takeover of uh, Winnie the Pooh. It's pretty fantastic. Winnie the Pooh is <laughs> taking over Who's Your Tell. This is. <laughs> this sounds like a uh, child's bedtime story, actually. This is pretty... South Park, man? Where's Towley? <laughs> <laughs> Wanna get high? 
That's why you got rid of them. They're just too much of a joke. (laughs) Oh, man. Scary stuff. We're laughing, but this is actually fucking... This is like out of a sci-fi movie or some shit. It's really frightening. News agency reports who was in ill health, though many doubt that explanation. Yeah, they claimed he had uh, COVID. (laughs) I'm not making that up, dude. They said he had COVID. Yes. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's a reality. That's so scary. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. COVID, man. The balls of these governments. Oh, dude. Huge. Did you see the, the, the Iranians? They beat the shit out of that. They literally beat that woman to death for not wearing the hijab. Did you see what they said? Wait, the rock climber? <clears throat> no. Okay, all right. The one that started the protest? Sure, yeah, I, re- I remember that story. Yes. Their, uh, the official statement was she fell while she's, she was in custody. A good, good, oh, the classic wife beater story. That's well, she, <laughs> fell, she, she fell and she just broke ribs, had internal bleeding, head smashed in. <laughs> Literally what the wife beater always says. No, officer, she fell. <laughs> right? <laughs> so fucked up, man. Um, so I've actually sorry, man. I have been in the situation where you're there in the emergency room with a girl who did fall and smash her face. Yeah, situations differ from time to time, but but I'm saying I have been there where the girl is telling everybody she fell and hit her face, and every like immediately everybody looked at my hands. <laughs> yeah, and you're I like, dude, it. I didn't yeah. beat this girl. Justified, <laughs> very justified. If, if I beat her, I wouldn't be the one that took her to the hospital. Yeah, I didn't even right. take her here. I fucking <laughs> met her after work. Yeah, well. Uh, either way, I've read a lot in the conspiracy sphere that this whole Iranian thing is a bit fabricated by the United States and World Economic Forum and United Nations, and there's a lot behind it uh, in as far as creating some instability in Iran on the street level. And that maybe there's Uh, some manufactured elements to this whole thing, if you will. Could be. So, take you know, a little grain of salt there. Take, you know, <clears throat> take it for uh, what you will. But you know, I, I do think that we're at a point now, man, where whenever I see any kind of instability happening or some bizarre situations in in overseas places, I I can't help but think what our government is gaining from that moment in time. Yeah. And look. Let's just pretend for five seconds that this virus, COVID, didn't come out of uh, Fort Detrick and it came out of Wuhan, the lab there, right? Maybe the instability and all the shit that was going on in Hong Kong, Hong Kong was a way to, to you know, to distract, essentially. Well, that's what's crazy is... Um... We all forget about Hong Kong, by the way. No, no. no. It's already China. Dude, they're going into <laughs> Taiwan within a year for sure. I think so too. I actually, I think that was the whole point of this take mini little yes. coup d'etat, if you will, in China. Uh, no, it was just a uh, solidification of, <laughs> yes, of that's one right. mindset. You yeah, know? for sure. And China's going after this policy of unification just like Russia is. You know, Russia believes this is part of Russia. They're, they're, they're going to unify it. Good call. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. Every t- everybody I argue with this, they always bring this up, and it's like, okay, so if Mexico wants Texas, <clears throat> should they be allowed to take it? Does Mexico want Texas? If you want it, take it from our cold, dead hands is the well, American answer. <laughs> well, I, well, no, no, I think there's serious questions that need to be asked. Sure. And those questions are, one, does Mexico really want it? Yes. Okay. Do those people want to be part of Mexico? No. Mm. Okay, well, next question is, do those people have the means to, to defend themselves right. from Mexico? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Texas... America definitely has the means to defend themselves from Mexico, right? Okay. Like, part of declaring you're a sovereign state, you know what I mean? And part of being your own independent country is defense of your country, right? Sure. So Ukraine sitting there and saying, no, we're our own independent country. Yeah, great. But you can't defend yourself without this other country. Yeah. Does that make sense? For sure. Russia is a country because there's no other country in the world willing to invade it. Have you seen right? the size of Russia? Jesus Christ. Have you seen the size of the Russian people? <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah. So, like Ukraine, you're not even really a country. You're only a country because we allow you to be. Sure. Yeah, I actually... I totally, right. I totally support that, yeah. And the minute this guy says, like, Ukraine, you've been a country this long because all of the superpowers have agreed we're going to allow you to be a country. And at this right. point now, we're at a point now where Russia, one of the powers, is saying, I don't want that anymore. Mm. I yeah. want that country. And, like, we have to decide now, are we going to go to war as superpowers over this, or are we just going to let them have it? I'm going to say let them have it. I'm hearing a lot of talk of nuclear war and how there's going to be a strike on New York, man. I'm hearing a lot of talk about that. They won't strike New York. If they did, is that a big loss? Would they be taking out a lot of people, in my opinion? A lot of people left. You know, they're all in Miami now, so I feel like... uh, Can we vote on it, Putin, please? (laughs) Hit Boston first. I'd rather you take out the Bostonians than the New Yorkers. As much as I hate the New Yorkers... (laughs) The, the attitude from those Boston people, Jesus. Actually, though, do you think this is something that could potentially really happen? Are we really staring down the barrel no. of some nuclear no. shit? Because that that just sounds so dumb. We seem you know you know what we're you know what we're heading towards. We're heading towards Putin calling your bluff once again. What's gonna happen is you guys keep pushing this guy into a corner. If, okay, fine. You keep umping the ante. He's going to use the tactical nuke. He's going to use he's going to use start start using bigger ammunitions, right? Sure, I guess, man. I and then not. eventually you're going to have to back down. Because if he uses a tactical nuke in the Eastern Donbass, there's no way you're going to launch an intercontinental ballistic missile to fucking Moscow, right? There's no fucking way you're doing it. And if I know it as a plumber in Chicago, Putin knows it too. That's right. I totally agree. And I'm a little bit concerned that Putin has the bigger balls in this scenario here. Well, Putin just knows he can really go as... So all that's going to happen is we're going to keep defending Ukraine. We're going to keep sending him arms until we get to a point where once you get to that level where we're like, okay, we're going to have to stop. 
the biggest problem is the media has sold everybody in America, especially people like our parents. The conversation I had with them was insane. And as they far believe as my, yeah. we could have our cake and eat it too. How they so? They really believe we can go in this war in Ukraine, we could defend Ukraine, but we'll never have to send boots on the ground. No Americans are going to die. Well, Mike, <laughs> you know? why would you need Americans when you have the ghost of Kiev? <laughs> no, you need... They're already at that point where... You guys lost the war three days into it. Every day beyond that has been us keeping you on a lifeline. <laughs> and, and eventually you're going to get to the point where we're going to have to send boots on the ground. Oof. And I think... And I think that's the that is just the line in the sand we're not going to cross. Well, the reason being is I don't think we have enough blue hair dye to send overseas. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the blue hairs. <laughs> <laughs> the Democrats aren't they all blue hairs in our fucking military now, Mike? <laughs> the fucking trannies. We're not, we don't have enough to hair dye, dude. <laughs> the army transition used to mean from like you know desert camo to forest camo <laughs> now it's man to woman yeah they're gonna send them out in rainbow colored camouflage and blue hair dye you know they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna go out there and preach equity that's right man that's what we're gonna yeah. do up in donbass uh <laughs> that's insane dude that, that is the most this ukraine war well, okay, let me, you know, I'm kind of goofing on it in my head and in general because I do believe it's a bunch of theater. I feel like we're still wagging the dog here. I think there's a small third of the percentage or, you know, there's a third of the public here that are still bought in on this whole narrative. I think two thirds of the public yeah. don't give a shit about what's going on in Ukraine. And in fact, I bet you if Putin nuked Ukraine in any way, People still wouldn't care because they can barely afford groceries or to get to work. That's the bottom line. Yes. Nobody. You're, I, I would give you a third of America cares. Yeah. Yeah. Did we do polls? We didn't do the polls, did we? Like the Polish people? No. <laughs> that's another, <laughs> No, the polls here in America on what people care about. That clip that I uh. sent you earlier today. <laughs> no we haven't done that yet okay because it does tie into this because i believe like look you and i we could talk day and night about how oh yeah no that was this was this is a great transition because this like we could talk a third of america really cares about this a third like these americans just care (laughs) about problems that don't fucking even exist That's what I'm like you you have people that are worried about nuclear war in ukraine and climate change (laughs) and it's like what? What world are you people living in? Half the country is a, is worried about paying their bills, and the rest of the country is worried about an existential crisis that'll affect us in fifty years. <laughs> fifty years. It's a hundred, two hundred, if we're lucky. And so, and the media can't figure out why they can't sell everyone on being scared shitless over this supposed <laughs> nuclear war in Ukraine. Are you fucking kidding me? We got our own dumbass fucking problems over on this side of the ocean. <laughs> Nuke Ukraine? Go for it. I don't care. Let me go take a shit on my lawn. Who the fuck cares right now, dude? Have you seen the fucking economy? Have you seen gas? Like, I can't afford to fucking buy groceries. 
<laughs> fucking nuking Ukraine. Nobody fucking cares is the fucking reality right now. Literally, you could nuke half the way, of Europe. No, the way things are going, I can't retire until ninety-seven. <laughs> is, is is nuking Ukraine gonna lower that to seventy-seven? Because man, no, I'm serious. You could nuke Ukraine day and night, and nobody here would care. I swear. I to thought God. Ukraine was already nuked. That's Isn't it saying. being nuked every day by Chernobyl? Chernobyl? Like, they, I mean, they supposedly they had, like, yeah, they had like three supposed nuclear meltdowns at these very. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Everyone's like, yeah. Did this, you see the gas? I had this Did lady arguing about Belarus. <laughs> Sure. Uh, and I go, I li- dude, I literally looked at her and I go, until you brought that up, I literally forgot that was a country. <laughs> I, said, dude, I literally forgot that, that, that you could literally just throw that into Ukraine <laughs> as a package deal to Russia. Like, I literally did. I forgot Belarus was a country on the border of Ukraine. <laughs> dude, dude, I read an article in Democracy Now! about this woman and her kids and she lost, she has Five of seven kids now because they're starving in Somalia. And I clicked over to the next article and I said, "Cry me a river." I can't even buy fucking gas today. Like, you, like, 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 what do you want? What do you want me to do for you in Sudan or Somalia or fucking Ghana? Ghana? I don't. Are you kidding me? Good luck. Good luck over there. We have no luck over here. What do you want me to do for you? That's <laughs> so bad. Even Sarah McLachlan stopped posting commercials. <laughs> nobody's got, nobody's got money to give these days, man. What do you, you know? Sarah McLachlan's doing commercials in Philly. That's how bad it is. <laughs> Thirty cents a day can help a fellow, a, f- a fellow Philly, <laughs> Philadelphian here. <laughs> Look at this child in Philly. <laughs> You can save a child in a Democrat city. <laughs> in the arms of an angel. <laughs> you go to Chicago, New York, LA, San Francisco. Shows a homeless guy shitting on the street. You know. <laughs> you can show the Africans sending us thirty cents. <laughs> Sudan mailing fucking money to us. Somebody got some dude in Cameroon like writing fucking <laughs> Antoine and Philly a check, you know? Sarah <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so McLaughlin reversed the commercial. <laughs> she's, she's playing, she's playing oh Chicago God. cities to Africans. <laughs> Sponsor a little white kid. His mom's on math. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Sponsor a white kid in Mississippi. He's got no clean water. <laughs> 30 cents a day we can get a kid in Mississippi clean water to drink. You too can help a child in Flint. <laughs> <laughs> you too in the Congo. For, th- for 30 chillins a day or whatever your money is. <laughs> Oh, man, there's two universes going on here, man. And uh, today they showed some polls going on about 
where Democrats and Republicans are viewing the world and what they're voting on. And, uh, man, we, we live in some bizarre, bizarre parallel realities. I, I Dude, the say. Democrats might as well vote uh, based on whether or not Thanos is coming to destroy the, <laughs> the earth. That is, like, literally where their heads are at right now. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. It's so unreal. <laughs> the way he phrases it too, he's like, he's like, so this one side is, uh, <laughs> you guys will hear it. Okay, so uh, one side's in reality, the other side is in uh, La La Land, apparently. Uh, this is <laughs> terrible <laughs> movie. <laughs> Welcome back, Data Download Time. A little bit more from our important NBC News poll. When you look at the most important issues of this election, a picture emerges of just two sets of voters and two Americas. Two realities. And there's really only one issue both parties agree on, and it may be the most polarizing of them all. Let me just show you most important issue by party. Among Democrats, the number one issue is threats to democracy. Abortion rights comes in second, cost of living third, climate change fourth. And if you look at television advertising, really abortion rights is what you see more than threats to democracy. Among Republicans, uh, the top three issues, jobs and the economy is one. Immigration and the border, which you actually see in advertising more, is number two. Cost of living is really the only issue that is in the top four among both Republicans <coughs> and Democrats. But here's the real issue that both parties actually agree on. Will the other party's agenda destroy America? 81% of Democrats believe this about Republicans. 79% of Republicans believe this about Democrats. Now ask yourself, how's anybody going to bring this country together when right now this is what the two parties think of each other? Well, we're not going to come together with shit like that out of you, Chuck Todd. Honestly, yeah. man, fucking bringing some <coughs> division to the dialogue there. Number one. Number two. Uh... Yeah, we're living in two different realities. Oh, that's the problem. That is the problem now. It's not even you don't agree with me on. It used to be there is this problem and you don't agree with me on how to fix it. Right. But yes. now me and you can't even agree on what the problem is. Yes. Like, <laughs> to be honest with you, there's no problem in America with inclusivity. Right. Like. Nowhere else, America is the one place in the world you could literally be whoever the fuck you want, and we will just accommodate you, right? So, like, I don't know. Like, the Artemis moon mission. (laughs) The problem wasn't diversity, right? Apparently the problem was, you you know, people who could build a rocket. (laughs) Well, yeah. So... That's really weird that you guys really are... I mean, climate change hit number four? Here's my interesting... Or what I found interesting about this. Especially the way they're phrasing everything. They're very obsessed with civil war. You notice this? The media really... Yeah. Going all in on civil war. And... (laughs) I... Do not hear anybody talking about civil war. <laughs> no, there's no civil war. There is well, you could say maybe there's an ideological civil war at you know happening here. And I gotta ma- be honest, <clears throat> I'm leaning more towards a separation. I w- I'm. How so? What do you mean? Like, uh, how would we even separate? That's the problem. Because here's my problem, sense. right? Is when I talk to 
when I talk to Republicans and you talk about like the Roe v. Wade issue, you talk about the marijuana issue, right? Like very few conservatives have a problem with Illinois legalizing weed, right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> they don't want the whole country the, the they don't want the federal government to say every state should legalize weed because some of these people want to live in a state where there is no legalized weed. Right? I guess eventually so, like, everyone's on but, board but, with the weed. I get it, but my point is is there's people on the right that like they don't care that you want to do that in your state. They just don't want to do it in their state. But then when you talk to somebody on the left, it's like, no, this is this is not what we want to do in our state. What we believe is so morally superior to everything you believe that we have to enforce it on you. So you don't want abortions in your state, but we believe we should force you to have them. Absolutely. It, you don't think marijuana is good for your kids and you don't want to live in a state where your kid could just buy weed at a store at 18? We don't, don't care. We believe we are more morally superior to you. Great call. So Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, you're right on the money. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I mean. Federalism was so beautiful because it used to be, I could be Texas. And you know what? You know what Texas always agreed with California on was the fucking, the Bill of Rights, you know, sure. the Constitution, and that the federal government had these, these powers and nothing more, you know? Absolutely. But now we've come to this point where it's like, no, the federal government has ultimate say, they're going to say, and they're going to say what we want them to say. Not only, yeah, you're actually nailing it. Also, like, look, we're going to come in and take over a place like Austin. And then now our politics are going to totally infect the rest of your state. It's yes. crazy shit. They're going to dictate how you all, not only how you live, how you raise your children. Yeah, it's maybe, you know, they were hoping this would work. But did you see Beto is completely dying in, in you know, in his race? And for now, there's a major red wave, it looks like. It really does feel that way. Well, that's what I think the Democrats lost out on is Americans want to be free and your governance is not freedom. You guys are just going so hard. I don't know. No, I think you're nailing it. Uh, you're preaching control. Control yeah. of language. Censor you're censoring social media. That's control. Right. Oh, absolutely. You're censoring speech. You are controlling the narrative. You know who's really big on it is Jordan Peterson. Here's the thing is, it's not even so much of the censoring speech. It's the compelling speech. I think that's where you guys jumped the shark. Explain a little further on that, uh, that idea. Censoring speech is you took me and Frank's video off of YouTube because we said the COVID vaccine is killing people. Which they did. Fine. Right? Yes, fine. That's going to piss us off, but it's not really going to move us to any action, all right? It's not going to change my mind. But then when I'm at work and this, <laughs> this guy I've known for 10 years now decides he's going to be a girl, and I'm not going to call him by his, you know, I refuse to call him she. Sure. Yeah. And I get fired for that. Ooh. 
not only did I get fired, like he could sue me. Oh yeah. Because the laws are now that I'm compelled to call him. You know what I mean? It's and like what people don't understand is forcing me to call this man her is no different than passing a law that is compelling you to call me Mike. I don't want to be Michael. I want you <laughs> to refer call. to me as Mike. You're treading on the path of we. We're now uh, um, in the arena of suing Alex Jones for trillions of dollars for s- just right. talking about a conspiracy on his podcast. And we are all also entering right. a place where oh, Kanye West, example. Kanye West, is about to get sued for even just no, no, no. you know. Al- so Kanye West is Alex Jones is the best <laughs> example because Alex Jones is getting sued because it's not enough that we censored you. We took you off everything. Oh, they right? canceled him hundred percent. Just to listen to Alex Jones talk about Sandy Hook was a fucking miracle in itself <laughs> because you had to go through so many hoops, right? <laughs> yes, but. Yeah. It's not enough that we centered you from talking about it. We are compelling you and everybody around you to say Sandy Hook was real. It's a compelled speech versus a censorship. People are more susceptible to censorship. You can do it and people will accept it. Compelled speech is where you get pushed back on. Forcing people to say the king is great. That's where you lose them. Right? Absolutely. That's when the revolution starts. Not allowing them to talk bad about the king, that's not revolutionary. But when when you start forcing people to cheer for the king and praise the king, that I mean that's when these things start to Does that make sense? That's where you get the French Revolution. Absolutely. That's beautiful. That's a great way to kind of encapsulate it all. And honestly, we are in that realm of where you are being forced almost to yeah, we move. We move from equality. We move from equality to equity, and we move from censorship to compel, compelling speech. And like this, it's like these 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 incremental shifts. It's these very little steps. They keep pushing you. And you're you don't even realize you're reminding happening. me of that that moment where it was during the pandemic, and they did a pandemic based Emmys, and Anthony Anderson. Uh, had Jimmy Kimmel scream at the top of his lungs, Black Lives Matter. Do you remember that? Yes, that was and th- disturbing. I, it was one of the more disturbing moments of the entire cringe. Black Lives Matter. It literally makes you cringe. Well, we have forgotten about that as a society, but that was a scary moment. That was, uh, he was forcing Jimmy Kimmel to... Compelled speech. That's why it was so cringe. It was scary. I think it scared a lot of people. The BLM thing was the biggest. That's why it was so repulsive to people. It's because you're, you're, you're forcing me to say Black Lives Matter. Did you, but that's not yes. something I really believe. Because honestly, you could take any community and no community, all lives matter. <laughs> you know? No community. I was, in the, I was in the army. Trust me. Not all soldiers' lives matter because there's pieces of shit. That's why we have Leavenworth. That's why there's a prison for military guys. Like, no community has 100% all lives matter. Most lives of every community matter. I hope everybody recalls those images of people of the Black Lives Matter protests marching down city streets and forcing people to stop eating and get down on their knees and protest their, you know, whatever... Yeah, that's where you lost it. And you think those people are going to vote Democrat? 
ever? <laughs> no, again. never. I, I always say that's what's really funny is because to be honest with you, I was an independent who now is a never Democrat. I'll just never vote Democrat. I'm not always going to vote Republican. I can't say that, but I'll never vote for a Democrat. Very true. And I think a lot of people are on that level. And also on the same level, in as far as, look, you went too far to push your narrative and now nobody believes you anymore. Mike, would I possibly go a show without Chaboy, Tony? Faucini, uh, come on, he's bad. back, he's in the thick of it, man, uh, of course. Somebody check Pfizer stocks, they, uh, might be, they must be down. <laughs> Dude, he needs a push. I'm serious, he's back, and Mike, he's explaining to us <laughs> why we need to be concerned. 401k, it's down 25%, <laughs> right, I can't do dude. nothing. Either. Did you see the stock markets? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough economy. <laughs> he needs a push here, baby. So he's... <laughs> You see, <laughs> Pfizer doesn't raise its prices till next year. Wow. Well, yes, I wanted I wanted to clip that, but I didn't. But yes, Pfizer actually now the government mm. is no longer fronting the bill, and your next booster will cost you a hundred to hundred and thirty dollars, man. No, 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 nobody caught the, nobody. Like, nobody put it together. I can't believe no, like the story of this week is in the same week. Fi- uh, in the same week, the government ended the funding for the boosters and the shots. Yes. So your your price for the shot went up, and the CDC now made it mandatory for your kid to get one before he goes to school. Oh, beautiful. Did, that's what I'm saying. Hello? Did nobody put this together? That's, I mean, that's literally, like, that's literally like this landscaper comes to your house, and he's like, ma'am, we just raised our prices on everybody to cut the grass, and... Your local government just mandated that you hire me to cut your grass. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why people aren't voting for us. <laughs> why are we so unpopular? <laughs> I'm a landscaper that just raised my prices 400%, and your government mandated you hire me. <laughs> Get the fuck! What kind of shit is this? Yeah, well, we. Oh, oh, it doesn't make sense. Well, it turns out that actually everybody there, I give them a paycheck every month. Here comes so. here here comes the scam. Okay, in reality, and I we talked about this um, about ten months ago. I would argue, which is there was this thing Merrick's disease, where they gave this injection to these chickens, and it ended up uh, being detrimental to their health. And then in order for the chickens to survive, they needed to get this vaccine continuously. Quote, unquote, it was a leaky vaccine. So what happened was the chickens were getting the shot, but they were still, they, were get, they got the vaccine, but they were still getting the virus. Exactly. Sounds familiar. And what ended up happening was because of that, they weren't getting any symptoms, but the virus was mutating. Exactly. Scariest uh, part about that story is it ended up killing the chickens not vaccinated. Well, it ended up, the virus, <laughs> after a long enough time, the virus mutated into a form that was killing anything that wasn't vaccinated. What I think happened here is, I think a good majority of people lied about their vaccination status, Mike. Yeah, I do too. And so I don't think we got that total Merrick's disease. However, I do believe if you welcomed the vaccine into your life 
and the booster program, you are now signed up in order to survive. You need to keep getting the booster. Yeah. And that's why now it's going to cost you 130 bucks a pop every six months. Yeah, absolutely. They signed you up for the program. Hook, line, and sinker, man. The worst drug dealers in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're not even getting high off this shit. This is terrible, dude. Not even getting high. That's why I always say stick to weed, people. It's good stuff. That's why I always say quit cigarettes, smoke weed, because at least you'll get high. It's going to kill you. Same. Yeah, but... Terrible Not as death. fast as the vaccines, apparently. So uh, we're going to dive yeah. into uh, Mr. Tony Fauci, and he's going to explain to us, Mike, how we best be prepared because we have some variants coming our way. Sir. No. Oh, yes, sir. Who called it? Who called Mike, it? you, you called I, it. Uh, the and, dumb plumber from Chicago. Well, you're not too far from Fauci. All right. So, so, so either the plumber unclogging your toilet is the smartest virologist in the land, or the smartest virologist in the land is lying to you. Is a grifter, shyster, fucking yeah. scam artist, used car salesman. <laughs> and, That's who he is. I'm going to go with the latter on that yes, one. Sir. You know? Absolutely. The greatest shyster in the history of mankind. And I never studied a virus. <laughs> We told you earlier this week about growing concerns among health officials about the possibility of another winter COVID surge. Dr. Anthony Fauci joined the chorus warning about new variants on CBS News Wednesday. But he also said a winter surge doesn't have to happen. The new variants are of concern. <laughs> You're saying the That's right. Of course. How'd you know, Mike? That a winter surge doesn't have to happen. The new variants are of concern, but one of the things we want to clarify with your viewers <laughs> is that the vaccine now... The, is there anybody <laughs> taking this guy seriously? No, no, no. Is there anybody? He's a fucking joke, this guy. He's honestly a fucking joke. Like, if I hear you say, well, I just heard Dr. <laughs> Fauci say, I should be allowed to kill you just for the betterment of society. Just, just because you are <laughs> retarded. Yeah. Like, at that point, that means, like, you know, back in the day, the Spartans would have thrown you off a cliff as a baby. <laughs> right? I think we need to start going back to that, dude. Can we just start throwing yeah. these in the, you know? No, the first, the first check mark is if you drive your Prius with your mask on alone in your car. I think that should be the yeah. <laughs> You just push the Prius right off the cliff. (laughs) No, dude. I was just, dude. The other, you, dude. You're psycho. The other day, I was thinking I would love to see the the ratio of mask wearing inside Prius alone versus inside Dodge Ram truck alone. Dude, great. Oh yeah, dude. Oh anything that Dodge Ram truck is zero. (laughs) Zero zero percent. Not just this year. I'm talking from 2018 forever. Lifetime lifetime stats, zero mask wearing. At all in the Dodge Ram. Has ever driven a Ram truck alone with a mask? (laughs) Dude, no. Ever. (laughs) Prius, they're still at 40%. (laughs) Go take a look at any Prius parked on the street. It's got the mask still hanging on the fucking goddamn mirror. mirror, Whether it's a chick or some f***ing fucking, I'm maybe in a compromise. You know, like, dude, get the fuck out of here, man. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I try to tell these f***ers all the time, if I gotta wear a mask and drive that stupid little car in order to live longer, I'd rather die. Fuck it. Give me the fucking cheeseburgers and the weed and the beer. I'm gonna die early. You guys can have this planet at that point. I don't want it. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? If I gotta dress in your fucking gay-ass little loafers and fucking capris, don't try to lie to me. Oh, My man. mom used to call those capris. That's yes, what they are. They are. They uh, they yeah. want us eating bugs, driving uh, Priuses, and wearing no. masks. That's what they want, Mike. That's what they all want. No. Give me yeah. the cheeseburgers and the potatoes. I'm gonna have a heart attack in ten years. I'm out. Give I'm the, fine. Give me the burger. Let me jump in my truck. I'm, I'm into the care. gas. I like the gas. You know what, Mike? You know what? See I the w- problem with that video of De Blasio. No, was it De Blasio? De Blasio eating his fuck, stuffing his the face. The problem in was the cheeseburger and the vaccine. Both will give you a heart attack. But that cheeseburger, right? You're gonna eat a thousand of those. You're gonna have ten years of good cheeseburgers, good pussy, and then you're gonna die. You know what I mean? <laughs> the vaccine is just one and done. You're dead. Well, that's how they should have sold it. Uh, that's a great idea. He should have said, look, you could get the cheeseburger or the vaccine. You're going to get a heart attack either way. Either that's way. <laughs> and Goodbye, YouTube. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> you can go out the Belushi way, or you can go out the de Blasio way. <laughs> With the shot, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to roll today. We're going to finish this. I literally, I went and clipped a 40-second Fauci clip. I thought, there's no way, you know, I can never get through a long (laughs) Fauci clip. I'll just do a short Fauci clip. Short clip. We'll get through a short Fauci clip. No, no, 20 seconds. That's all we get. That's as far as we get in a Fauci clip. 20 seconds. It's like Artemis Rocket has a better chance of launching before we get through this clip. You You understand, dude, when I talk about Fauci here in the house, I like, I have... (laughs) I have punch holes in the fucking walls from my fucking rage with this guy. The, uh, the rage. Uh, as this soon as man... I bring him up, Danielle just brings me a towel for the sweat that's coming. <laughs> yeah, like it's just pouring on my head oh my every God. two minutes. I, I, I have to lay down. I almost have a fucking stroke myself. It's unbelievable, dude. This guy, like, he puts. Me oh in yeah, a... I'm stroking out like a vaccinated person when I talk about Fauci. I'm not kidding. Fauci yeah. just th- this man from day one has just put me in a fit of rage just seeing his face since the day I saw him smiling after he threw out that first pitch at that baseball game. I'll never forget this evil fucking shyster. And just still... Everybody who had to shit in a 90-degree van (laughs) in a bucket should get to pitch a face at his base, at his fucking face. I mean, you have no idea how shitty those two months were for me, dude. They were shitty for everyone, and this man ruined people's lives, and yet here he is, here we are, and it's the 10th yeah. month so of 2022, and he's still so trotting so out smart. there, acting like he's the fucking superhero of this story. Uh, he's the villain, and he will go down in history as the villain, and I believe that. And, 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 oh, the worst villains mm. are the ones that don't realize they're a villain. No, oh, he knows. Like, every beagle so. he tortured, he knew every moment. I think so. <laughs> No, no, no. I think he believes. 
I I think he and all these fucking weirdo clown. Freaks I don't think anybody's think ever sat him down. Right as like Doctor Fauci. Uh, how many good men do you think have tortured beagles? <laughs> You know what? Give me a Deucey Fauci interview. I'd love a Deucey Fauci sit down, man. <laughs> I used to be busy banging Jean Pierre. Yeah, oh, Jean Pierre, wee wee, ho ho. Giving yeah. her, uh, he's catching her up on 20 years of dick, you know? On Deucey Do. Deucey Dick, dude, come on. On <laughs> Deucey <laughs> Even his dick fucking dips up like in the hair, you know? Do you think he has a little bit of a. Uh, you know, a little bit of a part on his uh, pubic hairs there. He's got like the little like. Uh, oh, for, he gels it for sure. <laughs> sure. It's just as blonde. This goes back to an idea I used to have for a a company. It was called Cock Scarf, and uh, <laughs> you would sell miniature scarves, like decorative scarves for your cock and balls. You know. <laughs> Miniature decorative scarves. Cock scarf. (laughs) (laughs) Your little top hat. Or maybe a fedora, like a mini fedora if you're into that. Maybe like a pilot's outfit. You know, like the white scarf with the like a pilot helmet. You know. Yeah, and you pull down your fucking pants in front of a girl. And you yeah. got a little scarf. You got a little scarf. Yeah, like a, maybe fucking... one that's like Christmas holiday spirit kind of. You know? <laughs> or, or Easter, whatever the holiday. <laughs> whatever you're. <laughs> hey, Jewish, we got a yarmulke one for you guys. Don't worry. You know? Got a spooky one for Halloween. You know? <laughs> Dig into a little ghost with a scarf. Yeah, yeah. You imagine your girl surprised. She unzips the pants, a little scarf around your cock, keeping it warm. (laughs) Genius. That's genius. You know? You know? You know? know, I hate to say this, but you know what it's great for? What's that? You're never going to believe this. It's it's great. It's great for guys that gotta take drug tests in cold weather. Some some dude's about to look at your dick and watch you pee into a cup, right? right, And and it's cold. You've been walking through the parking lot, and you're like, like, you walk in with this little shriveled up, fucking embarrassing thing. Cold doctor's office. Scarf on it. Be proud when you whip it out. You know. (laughs) Keep it warm. I could do the commercial for you, bro. You take drug tests in Chicago? <laughs> Cogscarf. Cogscarf. Go in there with confidence. <laughs> Cogscarf. <laughs> do you know uh, fancy guys? Like uh, they wear the ascots. There's these like little poof things. You could do the ass cock, and uh, <laughs> you know it's like a uh, like oh, a do fancier you get pocket kind of, square. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking genius, yeah, dude. matching pocket squares for your nuts, right? You like tuck your nuts into them, and <laughs> it's genius. Yeah, cock scarf trademark. Nobody steal that. That's where my head is at usually. <laughs> I've been floating this around. I've been floating this idea around for about 10, 15 years, and the fact that it isn't a thing means it's not going to be a thing. It's going. <laughs> no, it's so funny to think about though. Oh yeah, uh, it's pure comedy gold. You know, uh, hey SNL, hit if us it up. Can, if it can make this, if it can make the cock bigger, you'd you'd be a millionaire. But 
Yeah, well, that's it would, the. It you would know, actually just make it look smaller. Is the problem? No, no. I had the idea too, where you know you have the different sizes, so like you can make it seem like you have the extra large scarf, <laughs> but it's really the small scarf, you know. And so like a chick's like, you know, you leave your scarf laying around, your cock scarf, and she's like, ooh, it's an extra large, you know, like oh, oh what yeah. Is what is this a wrist scarf? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, she texts her girlfriends, like, you know, I was in his room, and he had an extra, extra large cock scarf hanging around his bed. You know? <laughs> we only got to second base, but he had a cock scarf hanging from his rear view mirror. Size 8. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You can really use the cock scarf to your advantage, you know, play up your game a little bit. <laughs> That's genius, dude. <laughs> Personalized cock scarves. Like, <laughs> so much you can do with it. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity there. Have you called Shark Tank? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go on Shark Tank and present this whole uh, this whole idea. To Somebody call Kevin O'Leary. <laughs> genius. <laughs> Would you wrap it around just the shaft, or you get the the balls and shaft in there? Like a, I feel like everyone there would be different styles. Like uh, it would come out in People magazine, like oh, Brad Pitt wears his cock scarf like this with the ball tucked in over the shaft. Oh, you know? the ball tuck. <laughs> like, the BPBT like, Brad Pitt ball tuck. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> like all over the news, they're all talking about E Hollywood. You know, <laughs> I used to do the Shaquille shaft tuck, but. Now I do the BPBT. <laughs> All these rumors come out about how Elon Musk tucks his balls over his shaft on his fucking, uh, you know, like it's like this uh, whole He puts one thing. end in the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he's got to be weird. <laughs> Just the tassels. <laughs> So, in case anyone's curious out there, we started talking about this because we were discussing a variant that Fauci's warning is going to kill Whoa, us all. I have no idea. We got it. <laughs> we're all going to die from these variants. <laughs> that's how scary. That's how scary COVID is. <laughs> we're talking about tucking nuts into Elon's ass. That's <laughs> how serious you are, Fauci. <laughs> you and your science. <laughs> You fucking clown show. You're a circus. Your science got overshadowed by cockscarf. Cockscarf. You loser. <laughs> we got 20 seconds into your clip. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, that's genius. so fucking funny, man. <laughs> if you had a Dr. Fauci cockscarf, that's genius. I'm sure he has one of himself, actually, so he can jerk off and look at himself at the same time. <laughs> Every scarf I jerk off into is a Fauci cock scarf, you know? We have devolved into total caveman territory. Someone get Fetterman on the line. This is unbelievable. We need a real Neanderthal at this point. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, all right, go ahead, play that. All clip. right, yeah, let's sophisticate a little here. All right, here we go. <laughs> it's 
Francisco. Bivalent BA5 vaccine that has been available for the last month or more does very well against the dominant circulation. Hold on, dude. I can already tell how much trouble you're in by how thick that accent is. A month more. Like, dude, you can't get any thicker, dude. It can help you. Dude, I forgot who he was talking about. The good old boy from Brooklyn isn't the good old boy when he killed a million people. <laughs> this fucking yeah. guy. I can't... Oh, man. All right. Sorry, just, go ahead. No, go there's ahead. like 10 seconds left. It's it's gibberish. Five, we'll and even the it. new strains are actually sublineages of BA5. <laughs> so there should be reasonably good cross-protection. That's it. That's it. <laughs> he wants you to get vaccinated. Oh, that's Get so the funny. fuck out of here. Sublineages of BA5. Yeah, that's what everybody's wondering sense. is why is there all these variants? And then all of a sudden, variants stop. Now these are just subvariants of guess what? The vaccine you have. What? Um, did you see Walensky? <coughs> Raquel Walensky is uh has COVID. I know after five booster uh five shots. She um, proclaimed on Twitter she received her bivalent booster shot. Uh, two, two, I keep calling it bivalent. Yeah, well, bivalent, yeah. She got it uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> so two weeks later, she got this, uh, this COVID. Yeah, you, there's no doubt. It get, dude, Uncle Guy is sick again, right? And he keeps laughing about how, like, dude, that guy was this, he's a mechanic in the city. He, he's, a, he's a guy, right? Never gets sick. Once in a while, sniffles or whatever. Gets the shot. He was fine. No COVID, no nothing. Gets the shot. Two weeks later, gets COVID. Absolutely. And ever since then, it's like every six months, he gets sick. Yeah, it kind of times out with that booster nicely. And uh, it was the same thing with the flu, man. And now everyone's getting the flu shot with the booster shot. And they want to give it all to kids now. Uh, there is a business behind giving people these vaccines and then making money off the medicine to make them feel better. Absolutely, dude. And I think it's pretty obvious at this point. This COVID... Why are we fine? I don't know. I don't, don't know. Don't tell what... me genetics, because when the bubonic cl- uh, plague came through, it was literally like, you know, five people out of a family would die and two would survive. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Well, I also think this... COVID-19 was specifically genetically designed to affect a specific group of people, and I think uh, Southern Italians are part of that group. That it didn't? No, it's supposed to affect. I, I think that they, uh, the eugenicists of our population have had, a, have had several key demographics that they would like to eliminate. Hmm. We're one of them. Oh, <laughs> We're fucking, our family's killing it with the fucking COVID. Yeah, that is pretty wild. Uh, well, Nobody's getting <clears throat> sick from it. Could we agree, and I think people could, that it definitely targeted a specific uh, demographic of people? It's hard to say because they always say all these things target these groups, but these groups are also the groups that tend to be the most unhealthiest. I was thinking it had targeted obese people. Right. Which is, that's just unhealthy. Well, I think when you have obesity, you are, are a little bit more prone to other kind of medical issues. And, you know, I don't know. Sure. Again, I think this whole fucking virus just kind of exploited uh, health issues currently present. And then the vaccine pushed it 
even further. And that's what just, you know, that's why they keep pushing on people. It's what makes it so creepy and crazy, honestly. You know, yeah. like just this constant push on people to take more shots, more boosters. Fauci, you sound like a lunatic at this point. What numbers and letter combinations did you just recite to tell us to be fucking scared? I don't even know what you're talking about anymore, Everything was variant, 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 and then we got to the sub-BA5. We got a vaccine with a BA5 specific, and you know what? We haven't had any more variants. They're all now sub-variants. Dude, come on, man. I don't care. (laughs) That's what it comes down to. Do you care? I don't care. you're, You're a salesman at this point, dude. Yes, a bad one. A terrible. It sounds like you're a really bad one because uh, less than 10% of parents gave the shit to their kids. What do you think is going to happen with that CDC thing? You think It's going to fail it? immediately. It's going to get sued out of oblivion just yeah. like Joe Biden's um, oh, uh, the student, student loan thing. Yeah, we, we didn't even hit but yeah, they, they, that's toast, right? They nailed it. Oh, it's, yeah. It was never going to happen. Never. You're gonna wreck the. You were gonna wreck. That that was a wrecking ball to the economy, in my opinion. Where's my ten thousand?